Welcome to Tavern Talk. This week on Tavern Talk, we are going to discuss uh, rogues in 5e compared to rogues in Pathfinder. So a few of us have taken up uh, the task of looking at rogues as they were in Pathfinder, and the other side of us have looked at them in 5e. So uh, I think I'll just start us off uh, by saying I'm Ben, uh, normally the DM in the Lightlessness campaign. Here with me is... Reed, I play Corian Zillison in Lightlessness, and... Uh, Corellus Mixed Blood in Pumpkin Spice. Uh, I'm Matt, and I normally play Babries in Lightlessness, and I play Chogger in uh, Pumpkin Spice. I'm Jeremy, I play Morva in Lightlessness, and uh, Milvor in Pumpkin Spice. I'm Sam, and I play the Still Alive Notch in Lightlessness, and I DM Pumpkin Spice. And I forget my character's name. In... Oh, Talra. I play Talra in Pumpkin Spice. Spice. Pumpkin Spike. Ooh, that Pumpkin a... Spice. Okay, but Spike might be a cool name for it. Put it on the board. We'll play volleyball. Yeah. Alright, uh, so do we still have sneak attacks for all rogues at first level? Yes. Uh, yes. Cool. Um, one thing I want to point out is, obviously there's a change from 5th edition characters to, um, or classes to Pathfinder classes, in that you've got, like, the differences between archetypes... Um, you know, there are now archetypes available in 5th edition, and then you also have, like, a loss of, like, skill ranks. So one that I think of is, like, rogues used to have a ton of skills. So, uh, how do they make up for the lack of skill ranks in 5e? On skills specifically. Yeah, 8 plus intelligence in Pathfinder, what are the proficiencies that you gain in 5e? In, per, in 5e, looking at most of the classes, most of the classes give you two proficiencies from their class. Uh-huh. Rogue gives you four, so you're getting literally double the number of class proficiencies from Rogue. Gotcha. Okay, so that's not to mention the missing ranks. Yeah, that makes up for the missing ranks. Not to mention that the skill tree, the, the skill list, rather, has been severely pared down. There are severely fewer skills in this edition. Therefore, you're getting four skills out of a list of, like, well, maybe 12. Actually, so you're getting like, you know, one third, one fourth of the number of skills on the list anyway, which is... Yeah. And um, actually, expertise at sixth level, you get two more of them. So that's a total of six, isn't it? Yeah, I realize you guys only had two. Yeah, we only have... Does anybody here not get two? I have four. There's a warlock. So a few that's of them a get... warlock, really? I, I, I thought I, Because I thought I checked well. the uh, warlock because I was going my way through, but... I, mean, I have four things colored in, so... Well, you get two from your profession. Oh, He's talking about just from your class. class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just okay. from your war class, warlock class, you only okay. got two. Okay. So. so you have, you currently have Bay currently four in my class. When I level six, I'll have six from my class. And then you already have two more. Cause Plus of... two because of Sailor. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. Okay. So that, that definitely answers that. Uh, it seems, again, that... Pa- uh, I think you make a good argument, Reed, that um, 5e has upped the ability... Of the character, uh, I think we had said that barbarians had gotten better in our last tavern talk. So far, it looks like rogues are getting better. Um, how do they handle traps in Five E? Um, rogues at a certain level get to see traps. Um, While you guys are looking for that, yeah, I'll, sure. I'll go over in Pathfinder. So in Pathfinder, starting at first level, you have to add half your level to perception skill checks made to locate traps and disable devices. You know, disable those traps or any devices, I guess. Um, and that works for magic traps, too. And then later you get trap sense at third level. Um, 
and that gives you the sense of plus one on reflex saves made to avoid traps and a plus one dodge bonus to AC against attacks made by traps. Uh, that continues to grow every three levels till 18th level where you get plus six to those two checks. Um, and, you know, it stacks with other classes. So that's how traps were handled before. And then uh, another point of discussion just to get through real quick mm -hmm. is uh, we talked about how sleight of hand does exist still. Yes. Disabled device does not in Correct. Correct. So with their limited proficiencies, or lots of proficiencies, but limited skill choices, um, you don't have to choose between being good with your hands and uh, good at you know finding traps slash disabling them um, in 5e. So it seems like another power-up again, just to throw that out there. Well, with Thieves, uh, or with, all right, so the Roguish Archetype Thief, which is what I'll be doing, um, Fast Hands, it says starting at third level, you can use the bonus action granted by your cunning action, so instead of the movement, um, to make a dexterity sleight of hand check, use your thieves tools to disarm a trap or open a lock or take the use an object action. So we don't have, um, I, I'm, I'm looking through this. It doesn't seem like there's any 10 foot you automatically know a trap. Did you guys see anything like that? Um, not in regards to traps. No, not in I, I, I'm not seeing, I'm seeing literally nothing underneath this rogue uh, table. That has anything to do with traps at all? I didn't. I hadn't seen anything related to it. So we do know that underneath the archetype, you'll get better proficiency, and you can quicker disable traps. But you don't have trap finding anymore, um, which I don't think actually naturally gives you. It doesn't say that you have to get check uh, check like uh, secret doors and elves, I guess, or is it secret doors and dwarves? Uh, it's both. It's both. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but um, let's talk about half their level to locate. Um, or disable compared to what bonus do you have now? Just proficiency? Um, yeah, just proficiency to... Are you talking about Pro the proficiency to what? I'm not actually... Slight so this slight is my first time looking at it. Yeah, it's dexterity slight of hand checks. Um, that's how you disable traps. Yeah. Okay. So in the base thief class, you don't get anything for that. Correct. You would in have the, to in take the an archetype. In the rogue yes. class... In the rogue you class, you do, you'd have to take an archetype in order to get... Any bonus to any bonuses, except for using thieves tools, which you get the which plus two. Anybody can technically have the thieves tools. Well, but you quick, have to be proficient. With yeah, them. you have to be proficient with tool sets to use tools. Uh, that's something that me and Matt got through before. And the other thing is, we're talking about um, choosing proficiencies, right? So anyone can play a rogue and choose the proficiency for sleight of hand. Then anyone can play a rogue and gain the proficiency with uh, thieves tools at the first level, and now be able to double that bonus. So any rogue gets plus four to disable device checks for traps, now known as sleight of hand checks. Like, I think I have understood correctly for 5e. Um, well, it's just you, a choice. It's a, it's a choice, yeah, you can have plus four. And you don't need the archetype. The archetype only gives you the ability to do it quickly in combat, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, classics from Pathfinder that I remember, Uncanny Dodge, Evasion... Uh, what do you guys have in 5e to relate to that? Uncanny dodge starting at 5th level. When attacker you can see hits you with an attack, you can use a reaction to half the attack damage against you. Ooh. Yeah, um, that's really killer. Wow. Is that not the same in so, Pathfinder? So yeah, no, uncanny, no, uncanny dodge in Pathfinder is like, uh, you can't get caught lost foot, uh, flat-footed, you won't lose your dex to AC if the attacker's invisible, and I believe half damage would do no damage, or is that no, no, not that's until... Evasion. Oh, that's the evasion. Um, yeah, improved anti-canny dodge would stop you from being flanked by anybody except for a rogue, rogue of your level or higher. Four levels higher. 
Four mm-hmm. levels higher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I guess I, it sounds like it's really easy to say Uncanny Dodge is a huge improvement. It's completely reworked to begin with. Okay, I don't know. And, I, and it. I, th- I think it's, yeah, I think you could probably say that it's definitely improved. I mean, have one, you know, attack each turn damage that, like, built, that adds up over time so much. Yeah, it's just so much more frequent. How yeah. do you make it do half damage, Matt? Uh, at fifth level, an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack. You can use your reaction, so instead of using a so no roll attack right opportunity, <laughs> um, you have the attacks damage against you. Yeah. Wow. So you just say, no I want to half that one. Yeah. And not only that, but back to attacks of opportunity come up so less frequently in 5th edition Yeah. that you're going to have those reactions sitting around. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. That's really cool. Anything for evasion guys? Like um, any way to make half damage equal zero? Seventh level, you can nimbly dodge out of the way of certain area effects. Okay. Um, such as a dragon breath or an ice storm spell. Um, you make a dexterity saving throw to only take half damage. Uh, instead of doing that, you instead take no damage if you succeed on the saving throw and only half if you fail. Cool. So, so it's evasion- the same as evasion and pathfinder. Yeah, but evasion was second level, and that's seventh. That's seventh level in this. Interesting. Is that the same? Wasn't there improved evasion? Even if you fail, right. it's still half. In 5th edition, we do not have improved evasion. Okay. We just get evasion and we're and, stuck with it. But that. that's kind of, but it's all wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, it's both of them. Um, improved evasion was not part of Pathfinder's rope. Oh, right, right, right. Because improved evasion just gave you half on a fail. That's right. Yeah, and it's, it's not part of the base class, at least for rogues. There's tons of archetypes, and I think we'll just try to stay away from them. Um, so was that an archetype in Pathfinder, or was that an additional rogue talent? Um, none, none of the above. Okay. That I know of. The, uh, you're talking about improved evasion? Yes. Yeah, I, I have no clue. It, um... Uh, it doesn't come up as a rogue talent. Um, most of the rogue talents are benefits of skills or a bonus feat or trick or something. Um, or you can become Gambit, which is pretty sweet. That is really cool. <laughs> rogue talents are a lot of fun. Yeah, it really just gives you a lot of flavor. But then there's also some stuff like um, powerful sneak. There's a lot of things for your sneak attacks. You can either have their movement... Or uh, all ones you roll on sneak attack become twos. That's okay. pretty sweet. Because there's an advanced um, rogue talent that makes all ones and twos count as threes. Mm, I see. So, I see. Um, and there's a lot of quick or fast things. So you can quickly open a lock and as a standard action instead of a full round action. You can have fast stealth, which I remember. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, real quick, improved evasion exists as an advanced talent that you start getting at ninth level. I, I didn't know. So, um, or is it ninth level for advanced talents? And that's in Pathfinder you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. In Pathfinder, tenth level, you can get an advanced talent, and you could take improved evasion. Otherwise, it doesn't come off the bat. Um, and we'll keep the party moving here. What do you guys have in terms of rogue talents? Like, cool, flavorful things that rogues do in different ways. Well, I mean, I think those would mostly fall under the roguish archetypes thing. You know, I think that's how you compare it, so... Okay. So nothing like, uh, straight out the class, like, pick these things out. And it's probably, like, with the removal of feats, they don't want too many choices. Right, there are very few choices beyond your rogue archetype. Right, and I think one of the, um, more... I'm not sure how it is with with warlocks and wizards, especially with spellcasters, but you only get, it looks like, five or so, uh, skills until 11th level. Then you get reliable talent, blind sense. Um, you mean class abilities. Class abilities, I'm sorry, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the archetypes, you know, it tends to give a little bit more. But you were saying with the 
assassin uh, read in 5e, mm-hmm. um, the assassinate skill, uh, starting third level, do you want to read that off? And like sell it to me, because when I looked at it, it didn't seem that good. Alright, so at third level, you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken its turn in combat. So if you are a rogue with a high dexterity, chances are you're going to be going ahead of a number of other people on the other side. Right, which today I did not. But well, that's just bad luck. That's, yeah, I mean, you can't count that as anything. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. So anybody that you're getting advantage against in that first round is automatically a critical hit. You did, don't even have to roll a 20. Now, I'm not reading it like that. I'm reading a... If you score a hit against a creature that's surprised, so that would be a surprise round, which we have yet to have a surprise round in Pathfinder, let alone 5e. I don't think I've ever been initiated in a surprise round, except for me being on the bad end of it. Yeah, yeah. As as player characters, as in our group, we don't always get surprise rounds because you guys aren't always stalking prey. Mm. Um, you're normally the unknowing sub- subjects of something coming towards you. And that's it's an interesting point, Reed. I think surprise rounds haven't changed much. Um, and that, that ability is pretty circumstantial, but here's the difference. When you're an assassin, you're choosing to stalk a prey in role-playing situation, rolling stealth checks and hides. You're not doing it in combat with five other creatures. So at least when it comes time and, to kill something like an assassin, it makes sense flavorfully and, and damage-wise. And Sorry. in my defense... Back to, yes, that's the only time you're going to be using that, but that's the only time you'd be getting to use that ability, as in Pathfinder Assassin as well, because a Pathfinder Assassin has to be, one, they're unknown by his um, target, if I remember correctly, so you have to be stalking him and getting surprise on him to begin with. And two, you have to um, study him for at least three rounds, so you can't just walk up on a guard and hit him when you come around the corner. Or that is really like cool, that. actually. And and I think there's even a saving throw against it in Pathfinder, if I remember correctly. For Angel of Death, which I think is what you're thinking of, was it Angel of Death or there was something? I'm recalling just a generic death. I'm gonna try to stay away from the archetypes. No, it's not. It's not an archetype. It's the. uh, It's a final level, like. Okay, so that's a little different because this is assassinate for the roguish archetype is something you get at third character level, as in first level you get your rogue archetype. Right. Gotcha. All right. Well, I I don't know that we're going to get anywhere on that. I wanted to ask, sneak attack, do you guys still get every other level like we did? Yes. Yes. Cool. And we beat you guys on trap sense so far. Uh, we beat you guys on making half damage disappear, but you guys beat us on taking half damage once around. Um, so uh, I think that's well, probably a win for 5e. What do you mean take, making half damage disappear? Well, at least we have our uncanny dodge, don't you guys? Didn't you guys lose that? We have it at fifth level. Our, our evasion. I'm in evasion. Sorry. We have, we, we have your evasion and your improved evasion at oh, seventh really? level yeah, instead of you... getting it at two and ten. So that's that's right. Level though. I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got it second level. Uh, I'm gonna let Pathfinder uh, look like it's got a chance to win. What is that uh, thing that we used to watch on G4? Where like they show two different things and how they battle against each other. Oh, like the the, the warrior yeah. one. Talking about battle bots. No, nah. deadliest warrior. Deadliest warrior. Deadliest warrior. Deadliest warrior. Deadliest and they always try to make him look even until the end, and then you're yeah. like, no, no, one side won. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, this got one, down to that. Those support weapons. Support yeah, weapons always it did. God, Sam. One sorry. thing with a surprise character for the assassinate, since you get a bonus action to hide, 
Oh. So like, couldn't you surprise it, like, fainting in, in 3.5? Is that or, your archetype that, that gives you a bonus action, though? No, 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 it's a base. So no, all um, rogue get a bonus action to hide. The problem is, is that he wouldn't he wouldn't be surprised if you already started combat with him. We'll have to look up the five e rolls on surprising. Um, I wonder um, if it is the case that if you're not seen, it's. I, I glanced surprising. at it really quickly, and I believe it is only at the start of combat. Hmm. That's lame. Because yeah, at least with my last Pathfinder rogue, I would faint. I would deny their decks, and I'll get all of my sneak attack stuff. Right. Well, yeah, but now you don't even have to do that. Oh, um, the other thing to point out, though, that really cripples rogues is the In lack fighting. of multiple attacks. Oh. Because as a rogue, a- you could two-weapon fighting and get, you know, 10d6 from so many, you know, extra attacks and flanking a guy. Whereas with sneak attack in 5th edition, once per turn... You get an extra one d six per you know yeah Ooh, those levels. That's rough. So it's only a once per turn thing. So even though it's easier because you only have to be adjacent with an ally in order to proc sneak attack. So then that, what exactly, Jara, speak up. What was that? So then what exactly does non assassin? Well, I sorry, we're saying yeah. Out please get these assassins off the tail. Sorry, for me. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, just base rogues. What are they there for? In five e. Yeah. Uh, while in 5e so far, Bay Breeze has been a lock picker. He has also been fantastic flavor text. <laughs> and, uh, yes, he also has been finishing off a lot of the bigger people. Um, our party consists of two range and two melee. And I'm considered, like, in between melee or range. Today, we just had a battle um, where Morva wasn't even in the battle. Yeah. And I, so I had two spellcasters behind me while I went up and fought the leader by myself. And I had a much higher AC than everyone else. Did um, you? I have 15. What's your I name? had a 17. And he has a 11. <laughs> 11. All right. And what's yours, Morva? It's uh, actually not that high. It's 16. That's okay. High. So that's in the middle. So it is I'm pretty sorry. good, actually. So, um, like, I hear I thought, like, I felt like I evaded a lot of uh, yeah, damage today. And then. Later on, I can take half damage the same way you do with your rage. Except I can do it once a turn, whereas yours is limited to how many, how long your rage lasts. Which, which can actually last pretty long. But right. Yeah. yeah, and every attack. Um, so that that is your rogue. I, I don't think the rogues change much in Pathfinder. It's really not that different. Like, as far as like what is a rogue to a party, it seems like the same exact role. But I forgot the whole entire thing with base attack bonus is gone and multi-attacks. So we get our second attack at 8th level. When do you guys get your second attack? Do you get a second attack? You might not. I don't recall. I don't, think you do. I don't see. So rogues only ever attack once per turn and then rely on reactions and bonus actions. Looks like it. Yeah. It's really interesting because we'll get our third attack by fourteenth level or fifteenth level. And you do it, we only get six attacks. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, so for my rogue's archetype, um, starting at ninth level, supreme sneak. You have an advantage on a dexterity stealth check if you move no more than half your speed on the same turn. Now, can I use this in combat so long as I don't? have an attack that turn um because and i've noticed i also play rogues a lot differently than jeremy or reed does uh whereas they are very sneaky with theirs and like they'll take their turns to hide i don't exactly do that i feel like babies isn't a person who would hide i feel like babies is a person who would get into a big brawl and then just kind of like you know poke them in the side while they're distracted um so i'm not really sure how the sneak works and because of that i don't play it up as much 
Okay. So now I'm not sure if like I'm missing out on a big part of baby. No, 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 no. Rogues don't have to be sneaky. Fact. You know, they definitely don't have to be. I wouldn't say that they do. Um, but as for like uh, all the extra abilities, at least we know like he gets extra movement even though he doesn't get extra attacks where rogues do not. Like we saw um, in combat already that he can make a dash, a disengage, and all these other fun things while he's attacking. And uh, <laughs> it does seem like that sneak attack damage is more consistent to me. I don't know. It just feels like... I, I don't know how you'd compare the having to faint and having to hide well, skill it, checks compared to that of just standing next to someone. If you have to faint, then you're only getting one attack to begin with. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I mean, that I'm just saying those are based off a roll where this is just based off proper setup. And your character... It seems like all rogues are built to get you the proper setup where you can get where you need to get to get the little stabby stab in the side. Right. And, and so. with the... Uh, free disengage and the fact that you can split up movement as well as a rogue you can literally go in stab a guy with sneak attack because your fighter is already next to him yeah and then get back out without getting any damage yeah, really cool. whereas you couldn't do that before in pathfinder well so, you could with a very complicated setup that required a lot of feats our food is burning so i'm gonna get everyone's final right. reaction uh let's start with sam sam uh who, who do you vote for pathfinder or 5e um, I kind of like the ease of 5e's sneak attack. Okay, so that's going to sell it for you. Jeremy, who do you vote for? 5e or Pathfinder? Uh, 5e, I suppose. Any reason? The uncanny dodge is fancy. Um, and when you do mention the facts of evasion and then the cunning actions is significantly imp- uh, advantageous. Meanwhile, the uh, pathfinders have to take their rogue talents to flesh out their characters. Yeah, and it's really hard to account for rogue talents, like, when we're thinking about all this, but... I, mean, I would consider rogue talents maybe along the same lines as the archetypes that have been put into 5e. Cool. Matt, thoughts? Um, I like pathfinders, rogues, because they can be a lot of different things. I prefer 5e because I'm a very simple person, and simple play kind of fits me. So, I'm going with 5e. I don't oh, get an intro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading the 5 books, so I'm ready for my turn. Read what, what do you got for us? Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give the same exact reasoning I gave for the Barbarian, and there is just simply not enough to sell me on 5e on individualizing my character. Mm-hmm. You know, not only did you have many, many rogue talents that you could pick, but you also had feats to augment that and alternate class features. And while the argument can be made that 5th edition may add a whole bunch of stuff like that in, at the time, you know, at the moment, all you have is an archetype, and you have one of three archetypes to choose from. And that's the only differences you have. Okay. Uh, I'm going to also say 5e, and I want to point out that the Rogue seems to be the only class that I've read so far that gets an additional ability score improvement compared to every other class. There actually is a bonus two levels, or bonus level where instead of going every four levels, they just go two. From eight to ten, you get another ability score improvement. So that in and of itself, I mean, you're getting plus two to skills, and they're getting a bonus to that on top of everything else. It's just a cool little feature, and uh, I didn't like Rogue Talents because I didn't like feats, because I didn't like feeling like I never read all of them and wanted to piece them all together like puzzle pieces to make my character work. So this definitely seems simpler, and I like it. So thank you for joining us for Tavern Talk. Uh, We hope that you didn't get too drunk off the knowledge. 
and tune in again for our lightlessness or pumpkin spice campaign. Thank you so much.